This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby. Watching the Goranian crawl. Magi. Little kids got naked and had lots of sex. Don't even waste your time. Hello, welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 42. My name is Adam. Today I'm joined by Kevin. How are you, Kevin? Uh, irritable. Irritable? Okay. Irritable. Is that just feeling irritable or having an irritable bowel or feeling irritable is there reasoning behind this chelsea uh chelsea i got you ryan uh is joining us today how are you ryan i'm pretty uh feeling good you're not feeling irritable because of arsenal uh uh, i'm feeling great about arsenal you're an asshole (laughs) (laughs) Well, <laughs> I like how you just go, well. Well, what can you do? What movie did we have you watch this week, Ryan? Red Dawn. Red Dawn. In honor of Red Dawn, we had you watch the original <laughs> 1984 version of Red Dawn, directed by John Milius. This uh, stars a slew of young actors at the time, Patrick Swayze, C. Thomas Howell, Leah Thompson, Charlie Sheen, uh, Jennifer Grey, Harry Dean Stanton, who was old back then, so... I know, that guy's been old forever. And as long as I've ever seen him in movies. Like, I remember seeing him in Repo, uh, Repo Men. Was it Man or Men? Man. Man, Repo Man. And he was, was old born now. in 1926! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But... Th- to his to his uh, credit, I guess he still looks the same. Yes, yes, he he's does. looked the same since the early eighties. It's ridiculous. It's incredible. Uh, Powers Booth is also in this. Let me read the synopsis here. It is the dawn of World War Three in Midwestern America. A group of teenagers bands together to defend their town and their country from invading Soviet forces. We have a trailer here, so let's give this a listen. This is Red Dawn. What's going on here, my friend? This is the emergency broadcast system. We are under attack by conventional forces of the Russian army. It is believed the lead waves were disguised as commercial charter flights. Communications have broken down in other parts of the country. Large areas of the Midwest may have been overrun. They know who all of you are. They're looking for you. You're 40 miles behind enemy lines. I just want to go home. They took a lot of people away. Where's my dad, Mr. Eckert? I want to love somebody, Andy. I'm going to die before it happens. They're going to kill us. All of us. So why should we be different? Because we live here. There's just a lot of shooting after that. Uh, Ryan, why don't you tell us about this? What'd you think? 
It's always a good sign. It's always a good sign. Can't wait. It was basically a movie about two douchebags from what the hell? Oh, I can't. I'm not thinking very much. Give me a second. Okay. Oh my God, boys. Okay. It's basically two people from Dirty Dancing. One crazy guy and a chick from Back to the Future and a couple unknown people. And it's <laughs> terrible. Uh, now, I watched... See, I never saw this. This is like one of these cult classics. And I never saw it, so I figured I'd give it a watch too. So I I also watched it for the first time this week. And I'd probably agree with you that I... <laughs> I hated it. It's it's not. It doesn't happen a lot to me. Like I don't see propaganda movies for propaganda purposes. But I'm thinking this was definitely one of them because it kind of makes makes it out that if you're American, you can fight the whole fucking. Cuban and Soviet armies. Yeah. And win. Well, not only that, but you can be a high schooler. Yeah. And do yeah. it. <laughs> that, that was the best thing. It's it's a group of, like, essentially high school kids. I don't think Swayze's in high school. Nah, he's like the... Uh, he's uh, the older brother of Charlie Sheen. Yeah, he's what's his name from... Uh... Oh my god, no, I can't think again. What the hell is that movie? Oh my god. Give us a hint and we can probably tell you what it is. We can help you out. You just gotta give us some clues. Matthew McConaughey. Dazed and confused. Yes. He's basically that guy. Like he's a washed up football player that's showing his high school kids. At least yeah. that's what I got from it. Um, kind of, but the thing about this movie is they don't really get into the backstory of these characters too much. They don't really get into the backstory of a whole lot of things. Yeah, they uh, they opt out for any kind of character development and go for nothing but explosions and shooting. <laughs> this movie was the first... PG-13 movie ever made and it at one time it held the Guinness Book of Records for the most violent film okay yeah it seems very objective well I guess the way that they did it was they counted the number of acts of violence per hour okay. okay and they kind of broke it down like that this movie has 134 acts of violence per hour or 2.23 per minute. Wow. And uh, according to Wikipedia, the DVD special edition of this has an on-screen carnage counter. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, these these kids, these kids are no joke. They fucking mow down these soldiers. <laughs> I mean, hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of soldiers. And, and it's, then... ju- it's just them too. Just no. the two of them. Or yeah, the four of them. It's, 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 like, a bit, it's like six or eight of them, right? Yeah. It's, um, 
Swayze, C. Thomas Howe, Leah Thompson, Charlie Sheen, Jennifer Grey, um, this uh, couple other kids that I'm not sure who they are. Yeah. And then eventually Powers Booth joins up with them too. So is Caroline in the city like shooting people in the face and slitting yes. throats and stuff? Yes. <laughs> she Get is. the hell out of here. They all do. Is there? A, does there come a point where they all just like sort of snap and they're covered in blood and stuff, like it's smeared across their faces and everything? Uh, they drink deer's blood. Yeah, there is a scene they drink. <laughs> yeah, and in the in the in the scene, the kid that drinks it, he's like covered in blood, like he's fucking. I can't think of the book now. Uh, what book am I thinking of? The little kids on the island. Lord, Lord of the, of the flies. flies. Yes. Yeah, this this does definitely has kind of that vibe to it, that Lord of the Flies vibe, where there's they, they call themselves the Wolverines, because I think that's their high school mascot, and they uh, take to the woods and live in the woods, and every day they wake up and they go kill a bunch of commies, and then they go back to the woods. So here's my question. First of all, when they when they go and kill these people and liberate other people, why don't they have those people they liberated join up with them? Well, I think that at some point more people do join up with them. But yeah, I don't know why they don't. Where like where's the army doing all this? Does America just not have an army for some reason? And it, like we're just letting the high school kids take care of it. Apparently, uh, <laughs> these people were paratroopers until... And, and that's the other question I have. Who the f- who the fuck would go in through Colorado? Apparently Cuba and the Soviet Union. Yeah, like... Because it was they, so vital. It was their, a, their planes just go undetected? It was apparently a vital attacking point. I think that they did ex- try to explain that in the movie. Is, I can't it remember. Is a very I think strategic area. Colorado. Yeah, I think I think Powers Booth kind of explained it because Powers Booth is uh, he was a military guy. He um, he was a pilot, and he I guess crashed in their area or something, and they saved him. All and then possible. he saved All them. Possible. Yes. <laughs> he, he saved them on a physical and a spiritual level. So, do, is there like a scene where like they're at the Pentagon or whatever, and they're like uh, Soviets and Cubans are invading, but a couple no. of high schoolers are fighting them off, and the Pentagon's oh, just no. like, hey, "Yeah, we'll just go with that for a while." No, there's no see how Pentagon. this plays out. <laughs> there's no Pentagon anymore. This shit doesn't exist in this way. One thing that I did like was the initial invasion scene where it just shows the kids in the high school and all of a sudden you look outside and you see like hundreds and thousands of soldiers parachuting into like their high school lawn. They're like, what is going on here? And then the soldiers just start randomly shooting into the high school, killing kids. That's what I did. And then... This seems like the most ridiculous story in the world. After they stop shooting, they're just like, eh, I think we did enough here. We'll just let everyone else escape. Yeah, and that's the thing. That was one of the things that I was confused about. Because at one point, near the beginning of the movie, 
after they're hiding out in the woods for a little while, they go back into the town, which is occupied by the enemy, and the enemy just lets them walk around and go into stores and stuff and do whatever. <laughs> There's a lot of holes in this store. Oh Sounds like there's a shit ton. Yeah, it's <laughs> just a couple. It is the most basic, like, really the only point of watching this movie is to see people get killed. That's, like, the it's only the, point. They they try to... Count to the carnage. They try to make th- these sentimental moments where they're, like, real serious, but it's so cheesy and poorly acted and poorly scripted. That was another thing I really didn't care for. The terrible acting. Oh, it was awful. I mean, like, these are some fairly big name people nowadays, but I guess back then these were all really early roles for these people. Well, this people. was Charlie Sheen's first role. Yeah. First credited so, role. But the thing is, like, he wasn't even, he wasn't that bad in this. He wasn't that good either. And which is odd because this is one year after The Outsiders, which three people in Red Dawn are in The Outsiders. See Thomas Howe, Patrick Swayze, and Darren Dalton. Uh, Swayze was really bad in this. It's like when they were acting, a lot of times I felt like they had to think about what they were going to say. Only... As they were thinking about it, they let the cameras roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I, I can see that. I can see uh-huh. that. I mean, it's it's painfully bad, and and the script is just awful. It's so sappy. Like the whole like avenge me scene with Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> There's an avenge me scene. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Harry Dean Stanton is their dad and he's like stuck in this uh, kind of uh, camp prison prison thing and and they go talk to him and then they leave and he's like avenge me avenge (laughs) me he's not so he's not even dead at the time is he dying is he dying? No. Like from like a wound or anything? No. No. He's just in there. Avenge me out. for being locked up. Oh, goodness. And there's a, an overabundance of crying and sobbing in this movie that annoyed me. And I really hated towards the end how the, the main Cuban... Uh, I guess you could call him a general. He got killed, and the second in command was like, yeah, well, that's cool, I'm done. I'm done fighting. <laughs> he just gave up. <laughs> He's like, all right, I'm going home. <laughs> Screw this. I'm out. Uh, I wish they had a sequel where it was just a movie of him walking back. Just walking <laughs> back to Cuba. Uh Going, going to the Gulf and getting a boat and going back to Cuba with his head. So I, I next question, because I'm thinking, okay, you're saying that this is a propaganda type movie. It's the '80s. They're fighting Cubans and Soviets. How stereotypical are the Cubans and the Soviets? Extremely. Yeah, I'd say they're pretty. 
I mean, they're they also, not. They also have a touch of Mexican. They have few Mexicans in their stereotypical as well. Yeah, and, and they're dumb too. They make them really dumb. I mean, obviously, if it's well, a- yeah, <laughs> they invaded Colorado, the most strategic of all of the United States of America. Yeah, I mean, they they uh, they kill them pretty easily, but. It might be worth seeing to uh, check out Jennifer Grey on, like, a big M60 machine gun and stuff. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, uh, so they lose the high school kids. Yeah. Or does, like, the army come in at the last moment and, like, heroically yeah, so I, was, I was waiting for the army to come in, but they never came. <laughs> <laughs> they were too busy doing <laughs> other things. Well, I think what happened was the the Soviets invaded key points of the of the country. I guess areas that they thought they could easily take and set up like bases and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when they invaded, uh, the rest of the country kind of broke away and set up like safe zones. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess. They, the army was trying to figure out what to do at that point with the area. Here's another question I have. These mountains in Colorado were supposedly invaded because they were a strategic point. But then when they got to the mountains, they were like, oh, fuck that. No one's up there. We'll just leave the mountains alone. We'll just let people live up there and congregate and form their own army. Yeah, I mean, that that just kind of goes along with the whole uh, plot hole thing (laughs) and the ridiculous amounts of plot holes that are in this movie. Uh, Um, We can briefly talk about John Milius, the director. Uh, After doing Red Dawn, he uh, pretty much just did TV stuff. TV movies. Yeah. He did do Conan the Barbarian before Red Dawn. Yeah, he did Conan the Barbarian. I'm sure that's how he got the Red Dawn gig. And I think that Red Dawn was very expensive at the time to make. I think it made a decent amount of money. Uh, And the one writer, Kevin Reynolds, went on to direct the greatest film of all time, Waterworld. Oh, yes. So there is a shit ton of talent in this movie. Now, Ryan, what do you think about the the new Red Dawn, the remake? I haven't really seen it. Actually, last night, right after I watched this movie, I saw the first trailer that I actually paid attention to. I'm kind of upset that I paid attention to it. (laughs) Because it looks fucking dumb. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It does look terrible. Um, yeah, in the looks, new in the awful. in the remake, the Swayze characters, um, uh, Chris Hemsworth, and the Charlie Sheen character is is uh, Josh. What's his name? Hutcherson. Is it Hutcherson? No, no, no. Yeah, he's in it, but that's not the same. Josh Peck. Josh Peck. Yeah, Josh Peck. I believe plays. Yes, the, yes, the Sheen does. character. I think the C. Thomas Howe characters. Um, that's Josh Hutcherson. 
Yeah, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays the Powers Booth character. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know too much about the remake as far as how closely it's going to stick with this one, but... Uh, hopefully not closely at all. Well, I mean, isn't this not... one... Is it? It's North Koreans, right? They well, changed it to North Koreans? Yeah, they changed... It was originally China, but they went back and digitally altered everything in the movie to make it North Korean. Uh, oh, see, this oh. is another. This is another one of these movies that's been sitting on the shelf for years and years. Like this movie was actually filmed before Chris Hemsworth did Thor, <laughs> so wow. it's been sitting there for years. I think perfect this is one time, of those movies... Perfect time to roll it out. Yeah. I think this is one of those movies that... Um, was it MGM? When they ran into financial problems? I think that this is one of those that got affected by that. Oh, I also enjoy this movie. Yeah, like... They get through... Like, one battle they get through. And a couple of people die... Right afterwards, they're like, nope, I'm done. I'm turning myself in. Why would you do that? So you can get shot for absolutely no reason? Yeah, Still like makes the, sense. Well, I think the biggest thing that doesn't make sense is how the Soviets went about doing this is because they killed a lot of people, but then a lot of people, they just let go. It was like completely random. Just let them. Yeah, like some people, they just let go. Like, they'll just let him go do whatever, and then some people, they f- just shot. Because apparently those people had guns, and they would have to rip that gun. Yeah, but, like, in those scenes when they were lining the people up and shooting them, there was, like, women in there and stuff. It's like, come on. And I also enjoy it when... Every time they go somewhere and fuck it up, they spray paint Wolverines on everything. Number one, where did you get the spray paint from? (laughs) Number two, where do you get the time to do that? (laughs) Number three, there's six of you. What do you have the balls to do? They were badasses. Uh, they just don't care, man. Whatever. Clearly, they were badasses. Fucking baby. Baby in the Swayze. <laughs> I was really disappointed in Swayze in this movie. I thought he was not too good. Not nope. too good. A little bit of a disappointment from the I Swayze. Think, I think the movie in general was a pretty big disappointment for me. Hmm. There's mm. nothing to it. Like the, yeah, the it's it sounds awful. Like what it Ryan sounds was, absolutely terrible. Like what Ryan was saying about how the remake he hopes that it doesn't have anything to do with this one. There's only one thing that would relate this, and that's somebody invading us. Like that's the only thing you need. Yeah. Because that's all that's all there is to it. Uh. All right, Ryan, any other thoughts before we give you your drum roll? This may sucks. Good point. Okay. All right. All right, Ryan, what do you give? <laughs> oh, oh we're, we're also going to add Patrick Swayze. 
to the list of people that I'm going to fight. Oh, okay. <laughs> from from so, beyond. Mark that down. You know, so you from beyond you the grave. Want, you want to fight peace ways? Yeah. Okay. Duly he, noted. He can't, he can't be a zombie. Because I can't deal with that shit. You have to it's, hop in your time machine, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear you're warming it up. I, yeah. I hear the turbines. <laughs> All right, Ryan, what do you give Red Dawn 1984? Five. That's a five out of ten for Red Dawn. That's actually somewhat higher than some of your other stuff, but I can see that. Yeah, it makes sense. Why it would I, be. Thought, I thought it was going to be lower, but I can understand the five. I mean, compared to most of the stuff we give him, this was like a real movie. <laughs> True. It True. had a it had a very impressive cast. It just was so pointless. It's just nonstop. And the action's not even good. I mean, maybe it was good for 84. How is the carnage? A lot of people die. Like, hundreds of people die. But <laughs> hundreds. It reminds me a lot of one of those, like, like those cheesy Chuck Norris movies. Mm. Or, like, some cheesy action it does. It does sort of sound like one of those where Chuck it, Norris, yeah, like, it's... saves the entire country by himself. Yeah, it's, it's pretty terrible. Because so. it's unstoppable. So was this, like... Was this like a birthday present to yourself, Adam? <laughs> yeah, Red Dawn was... <laughs> Red Dawn? That was the birthday present to myself. <laughs> happy uh, birthday to me. Yeah, ha- happy birthday, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Red, and- Red Dawn. <laughs> happy birthday to the fucking toilet. And I'm okay. going gonna, gonna to top that off with going to see Twilight today. You oh, are Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, I'm not. You're not doing it? Okay, good. No, I, I, don't, I wouldn't... Even if I did decide to go see it, I wouldn't know what's going on because I haven't seen any other ones. <laughs> but maybe you'll get lucky and it'll be like with me with Bond. I Maybe it'll be like the that. greatest Twilight movie ever. Highly doubt that, sir. All I right, just... well, I um, think that wraps it up. For all the latest film news and reviews, visit us at filmpulse.net. We want to hear your feedback. Send us an email at feedbackfilmpulse.net or call our voicemail line at 850-391-6071. Also, please take a minute to rate us on iTunes. We appreciate that very much. For filmpulse.net, my name is Adam. Yeah, I'm Kevin. And I'm Matt. Join us on Monday for our feature review of Life of Pi. See you later. See you later. Uh, see, see, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> this is the best one. <laughs> uh, I loved it.